be honest what you're teaching be honest have fun with the kids mate if you don't have fun with the kids they don't come back make it fun hi this is Mick Tully and you're listening to Mixed Martial Arts on today's show we're speaking to Luchi Del Gaudio Luchi teaches Jiu Jitsu J-U Jitsu and he teaches it really well he's old school yet new school and I know that sounds really cliche but he's got a really legit lineage he's got a great setup he's one of the most compassionate guys you'll meet in martial arts and also if I was a celebrity chef I'd want to be called Lucio Delgado in fact in the 1980s I'm convinced I had a jumper that was made by a designer called Lucio Delgado I really enjoy talking to him. I hope you enjoy listening to it. Luchi Delgadio, um, I teach combat jiu-jitsu, founder of my, my own academy, LDG Combat Jiu-Jitsu, um, based in Nottingham. I'm also the founder of Martial Artists Supporting Children with Cancer. And that's why we're here today. Seminar's gone good, eh? Absolutely fantastic. I can't, you know, you know all week I've been absolutely, it's been doing my head in. Doing really? my bloody head in, yeah. So I thought, can I, can I really do this? Can I really get the best of the best and he ended up getting me unfortunately yeah here and I've sort of I've been quite selfish to be honest with you I've I've sort of hand selected and pestered my favourite martial artist (laughs) in the the UK unfortunately unfortunately they're all here so it's it's fucking fab man nah it's a great 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 cause how did you start doing it what was it all about at Christmas we had our we had our academy party so we decided my wife decided actually it's my missus really she said, so look, I'll tell you what, what we'll do, with all the with all the fee, what we get on the door, we'll buy chocolates, sweets, biscuits, and, we'll, and, and I want to take it down to the um, cancer unit. Said, yeah. So she did that, she went down to Nottingham Hospital, uh, the cancer unit, she did that. And they wasn't very grateful. She come back, she was quite upset. Right. Wasn't really, really grateful. And then the penny dropped, really. And I said to her, what I want to do, this is what I want to do. And I had, I had it all in my head. I said, it's, it's, it's martial artists supporting children with cancer. And I'm going to take it all over the UK. Yeah. I'm going to ask instructors to come on board. Any instructor. I want to bring the martial arts. My objective was to bring the martial arts community together. Yeah. Fuck all the politics, man. We're going to bring it all together on, on, on what we're going to do. It's great for networking. Yeah. It's a great platform for instructors. It's just great to meet all our friends as uh, well, exactly, man. Hey, man. And, and, and them, them guys love it out there. And we've raised about over three thousand quid. We've um, perfect. You know, we are taking it all over the UK. When we're looking at Scotland next year, and it's just we, we we're doing stuff that what we really enjoy. So tell us about your early training. How did you start? I was about nine years old. It was a premier event of the Dragon. Really? My mum wouldn't let me watch it because it was on a school night. Okay. Yeah. My brother, who's a martial artist, my bro- I've, I've got six brothers. Yeah. Five of us are at Dangreed. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, my brother taught me. Frank is a he's he's a eighth dan under what well, was or formerly under the WJJF, and he, he taught me. He's very my, he's very closed doors, which is fine. He's a very personal person. Yeah, he wouldn't do, he don't do I, I I think he's the best martial artist ever. He's my mentor. Any problems, I you know I, I, I go to him. No one sees yeah. him. So I watched I watched Enter the Dragon. The next day I went to school, practiced all the moves like like we did. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, joined a karate, me and my friend joined a karate club, 50 pence subs, great back in the day. I think the guy whose name was Phil, that club closed down. And I went to a guy called Simon Oliver's club. Right, in, yeah, yeah. In, in, in a place, called, yeah, yeah. place called Snenton. Did, did the karate. I went into boxing then. My, yeah. my, um, I went into boxing. Uh, you know, Rocky, Rocky was mad then. Rocky, the cube for Rocky Four was fucking unreal. And I was, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's funny, funny you said this because Lucci's Italian, right? Proud Italian, right? In Coventry, when Rocky Three came out, they're, they're, yeah. yeah, it's not a huge Italian community, but it's quite. Yeah, it's a very vocal community. Exactly. Every Italian what watches Rocky. Oh. After watching Rocky, they are hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they are, they are fucking. So they'll, they'll go out on the street. I've just watched Rocky. I'm Italian. Rocky's yeah, Italian. Yeah, yeah. We're fucking hard. We're hard as fuck. So yeah, it was, yeah, watching Rocky Four. So it's influenced. I went, I went into boxing. I trained under um, a guy called Tommy Thompson. Tommy I know Thompson, Tommy Thompson. You know, Tommy yeah, Tom, Jesus. I, yeah. Do you know? That guy, because he's a he's a local boy, isn't he, Tommy? Yeah, mate, mate. He's got a great he's, he's got a great syllabus as well. Yeah, mate. mate when it comes to but, I'm fucking, I've not seen him for quite a bit. I need to go and really go go and say hello. You used to have a guy with him, Rocky Rocky Sodi, was yeah, it? Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our our, um, our boxing gym was a back of a pub in Stenton. It was a fucking shithole. Yeah, Absolute yeah, yeah. Shithole. Pro- a proper gym. You know, gyms yeah. like there should be. Um, pipes fucking hanging out no health and safety whatsoever oh, you, you had to go up a ladder up to like an attic for the boxing ring and, the, and it, wow. it, they've knocked it all down now Tommy's moved to another town in Neverfield um, so I've got some fabulous memories there yeah you know, I, it, 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 I, I trained um, with a guy called Slugger O'Toole who became professional Slugger, Slugger that's Slugger, the name isn't it yeah Slugger O'Toole um you, you know, fabulous, fabulous boxes came out. Characters, of yeah. Characters. Well, yeah, yeah, but you got you got a rich, you got yeah, Frotch's. Frotch, this is Frotch's hometown. Yeah, yeah. Frotch's. Yeah. Uh, a Javid, guy called Javid Khalid. Yes, yes. Got Javid yeah, Khalid yeah. here. Um, yeah, fabulous. Uh, so, what so was it? Your brother that got you into the jujitsu? Now, when I was about twelve, I joined jujitsu. I joined this club. Then I went. I went to jujitsu then when I was about twelve because I couldn't do karate. I wasn't allowed to do karate. Fucking no chance. Four, four, four sales because it's jujitsu or fuck all. Yeah, Simple as that, man. Yeah. You know? Um, but one of my brothers, Mikel, he, he, he was a judo player. He got married in Pat Tim, unfortunately. And he was a left-handed judo player. My brother's still... So I don't know everyone talks about how great he was because he was a left-handed yeah, judo yeah. player. So I did jujitsu, went through the ranks. I opened my first club when I was uh, 21 years old. I'm 40 now. And under the WJJF syllabus. I had a little rest when I was about 14. I've got a fucking... i got a girlfriend and packed in like everyone fucking does. Yeah. Do, you, do, do, do you know what I mean? I had a little... A little, little bit of sabbatical, yeah, they yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, last 10 years, mate, I've been absolutely on it. The missus, my, missus, my wife always pushes me. And, yeah, um, she's a I've good girl. A, yeah, I've got a fabulous club now. I've got a fabulous academy. I've got four clubs in Nottingham. I've got some great instructors. Things are going... Really well. That's what I like to hear. Things man. are going really, really well. I discovered all the reality stuff in the nineties. Yeah, we've talked about right this. To, yeah, I got right yeah. to that. Jeff, Jeff Thompson came along. Yes. And yeah, Jeff changed a lot for he, a lot of people. He like. changed, Jeff changed, changed my fucking. He, Jeff did something to me. Yeah. It was like, this is it. Because I, I was a bit of a naughty boy, man. You know, I used to go to football matches, fighting. I used to go to, um, I go out every weekend scrapping. Fucking love it. I got hooked up. I was a doorman for five years. Yeah. I only, I, I only packed in. I still would have been a doorman now because I, I, I fucking I love the adrenaline. Yeah. Just like Russ was talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and what people talk, doorman do talk about it. The reason why I packed in the doors because 
I saw a 21 year old guy get his face cut open Ooh. and I had to hold his fucking cheeks together yeah and um, at the time my wife was pregnant with my son and this boy was out celebrating the birth of his child and he was fucking crying and I was holding in tears and he uh. said I've got to go home like this and I thought fuck this it's this, this over for me and I went on a really nice quiet door in, 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 in Nottingham really quiet finished it off man I thought, nah, so know, you, the, the thing is, it's like knowing that world exists and living in that world are two separate things. It's fucking horrible, uh, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, 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 me personally, I don't want it. It's just not for me. All I want to do is I want to meet cool people. Yeah. And there's so many fucking fragile people in the world out there who they, they come and they, I want to learn how to defend myself. And yeah, basically, I'm teaching them how to swat a fly with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Because they, exactly. they, they, they overcompensate, exactly. especially the men. And then. After a while, they just go out and they, you know they lead you know productive, progressive lives, you know, yeah. and you know it's, you pay it forward. Yeah. You know that all the good feeling starts it's infectious, yeah. you know. But you have to start somewhere, and that, you know, for most people, the hook is just get them in and play on their insecurities a little bit, you know, because yeah. they came to you. I didn't, you know, exactly. I've, ne- I've never ever exactly. grabbed a student off the street. Yeah, yeah. You came to me, you tell me what your remit is, I'm scared, okay. Then after a while they go, I was scared of bollocks. And what was I scared of? There was no need to be scared. Mm. Of course not. You know, at the end of the day, it's not It's not as scary. Life's, life's a wonderful experience, yeah, you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. So, I know you, you've got a good, you really, really successful program with your kids, right? So, what, do you teach them effective martial arts or do you I teach, teach them empower, I te- empowerment I teach lot? them life skills and how to fucking survive man I like I've it got, I've got my kids I've had kids come to me who have been severely severely bullied I don't mean they've been picked on I've spoken to parents sat down spoke to parents man and I've like fucking hell no one I didn't. I didn't hear none of this when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids today are fuckers, man. Do you know? When well, I, there, there, there's some there's some feral animals out there who look like children. We didn't we didn't have social media when we were kids. <laughs> now you you're know? talking. That's a way to bully someone, right? Fucking right, man. We didn't have so. No, what? Nobody. No, nobody. When I was a kid, I I didn't get bullied. I sort of. Because I was quite big for my age, when I went to secondary school, when I was a first year, I've got to remember, I've got six big brothers. They yeah. taught me to fucking scrap. I grew up in a rough area. You, if you couldn't fight, you were fucked, man. Yeah. I knew how to fight before I did martial arts, man. Martial arts, martial arts was just martial arts. Yeah. So then, then the day, the, the, the jujitsu syllabus I learned, I want to use it in a fucking street fight. Never. No. Never, never, never. I use these two, man. They, they, you know, it, it's brutality. That's what I use. And um, I've had kids come, come to me and the base I've changed their lives for and the best feeling ever is when their parents come up to you and go, one dad come up to me and says, I've got my son back. Now Before that, six weeks prior to that, this poor kid got his head caved in, proper fucking battering, oh, 10 on to one, proper battering. Do you know, and his dad said to me, I've got my son back, which is, I've done my, I've done my bit, I've done my job. No better feeling, eh? Be honest, what you're teaching. Be honest. Um, have fun with the kids, mate. If you yeah. don't have fun with the kids, they don't come back. Make yeah. it fun. Yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu is huge at the moment, and you yeah. know me, I, I love it. Yeah, I, I'll admit, yeah. I, I love it. Exactly. What I do love about the jiu-jitsu is 
it's a social association. You get children who can't make eye contact with each other and talk to each other, and you get them either rolling around the floor with each other or punching and kicking if you're doing the Japanese jiu-jitsu as well, right? Uh, I just think it's great for a social association. I really think martial arts-wise, yeah, globally, but in the UK especially, we're really missing a trick because if that could be brought into schools... It would change everything, you know, yeah. because yeah. yeah, I don't know what they're teaching at the schools these days, but if they're pl- teaching like hacky sack and five side football, there's there's much bigger life skills to learn. And rolling around the floor and wrestling, that's what we like doing that anyway. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Mick Tully. You can listen to all our interviews on mixedmartialarts.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, on Twitter on Facebook and on almost any social media platform there is. I think somewhere we're still languishing there in in MySpace, but I think it's just me, Ant and Tom now. Am I right? Now, tell me this, right? You get kids to come and they've got behavioural problems. They've got attention deficit or attention span problems and yeah. stuff like that, right? And the, ADHD, yeah, 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 and like the, yeah, yeah, right. And there's there's a scale of this, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't be convinced that martial arts doesn't help that because I've seen kids that come in and their parents say, I can't get them to concentrate on something for more than 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll come and train, and, get, they, and they do it for an hour. I get this every lesson. Right, okay. Every, every second, every third, I'll be fair, every third parent comes to me, I think, I think he's got ADHD. And I turn around and I say, he's a fucking child. Yeah? Yeah. Every kid, he, he's, he's, he's hyper. And I'll tell you why he's fucking hyper, right? I've banned energy drinks from my classes, right? Yeah. Fucking chocolates and sweets don't bring them into my classes. That's why they're fucking hyper. Yeah. It's a shit what you're putting into them. Yeah? <clears throat> I teach the kids, mate, eat your veg. Yeah. Because Sensei eats his veg. <laughs> you know? So you eat your veg. Yeah. Yeah? All right, I've got one or two genuine. But every single one, I think he's got ADHD. I can't, I can't get him to concentrate. Okay, we just get inside that child. Give that child time. You don't give kids time, man. Just give them a voice, mate. Give them an opinion. I used to have this when I was teaching karate years ago. Teach my kid how to defend themselves. So yeah. I used to. I, yeah, most parents were okay, but every now and again, you'd get the one guy who'd turn up and he'd have the tattoos on his hand, and you know, he had tattoos on his hand or his neck or something. And he'd be yeah. like the yeah. local tough guy. Because I used to teach at a few. Like, well, one of the places was a colliery club. Yeah, yeah, if you guys are listening to this and you're under the age of thirty, we used to have this mining community. We used to go with it's like guys used to actually work for a living. They go underground, they dig coal, and then they used to drink. And it sounds like hard work. Trust me the guys who did it were hard men and we used to teach at a place called Kersey Colliery Club and most of the parents were great and every now and again you get the one guy who's a local tough guy and he'd want his kid there and it, the irony was his kid was never that tough yeah. you, know, you know what I mean yeah. and realistically speaking the guy wasn't that tough because he, if he was that tough why did he have to look that tough yeah. you know you know yourself right so the reason I'm getting to the story is he'd come in and say oh, yeah I want my kids to learn to defend themselves so what I'd do is I'd teach them you know the old uh, the, it's, it's the old, I was doing JKD before JKD I used to do a bit of the Vunak stuff which is uh, you know I poke to the eyes or the throat kicking the balls and three elbows to the head and then they'd be like oh no no we don't want that Yeah, I want my kids to defend themselves and you go no no what you do is you get your kids to run around, 
scream loudly exactly. because if someone's exactly. trying to abduct them, I want yeah. them to run around and scream yeah. loudly. I've got the noisiest class in Nottingham. God, I won't have it any other way. No, no, and I then and, and then they get empowered. I yeah. know that sounds dead American, but it's the truth. And they believe that they've got value. And the minute that someone has value. Exactly. Then you can start defending themselves, right? Because then they realise they got worth. My son Mario. Yeah. I've been training him since he could walk. Yeah. Training yeah. and everything. He's only um, he's only just took his orange belt. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mind. Black belt. I've never. I'd say to all my children, all the kids, yeah. all my students, black belt's not a race. Who fucking said black belt was a race? <laughs> you know. You well, get, the world. You, the world get, doesn't exactly. need. You, the world doesn't you need any more five-year-old black belts. Exactly. You get there when you get there. We'll talk about that because I've got a fucking. I, I, yeah. My, I, I will talk about that in a minute. But anyway, with Mario, I know he can fight. But you know what? He's a peaceful warrior. It's what you are. He's a peaceful warrior. Do you know what, Mick? They're the fuckers you f- should be fearing the most, the peaceful warrior. Hey, the man. ones what come in peace. I don't want no trouble. Yeah. I'll be nice to you. Be nice to me back. Yeah. I don't know trouble. I come in peace. You've been a very aggressive. I'm going home. That, yeah. Know, yeah. The best. Like, like, like some, one of the students, some of the guys says, can you teach knife defense? Do you teach? I had a new student. Can you teach knife defenses? Yeah, of course I can. I can teach you three, three, four hundred different techniques. Oh, but I'm going to teach you the best one, the best knife defense, the best knife defense. We're getting, he was getting all excited. He was expecting, I don't teach yeah. knife defenses. I gave him, um, I gave him a plastic bottle. Come in mugby. And he got them thinking that. This is, I want your wallet. Yeah. I gave him my wallet. Your wallet, yeah. See you later. I'm gone. I'm going back home to my fa- my wife and kids. In one, in piece. one piece. That's the best fucking yeah, knife defense. And I, and I, I earned that money. with a gun as well. Yeah, I earned you know? that I earned that money once, I can earn it again. Yeah, but you know, exactly. you know my my take on it all. Nike and Adidas sell more sneakers to trainers than they do punch bags. Yep. So that has to say something. You know, it, this fucking need that people have to work out whether or not it works or not. I know this is one of my oldest lines, but I still stand by it. Yeah. I've never ever bought a car to wonder if the airbag works. I exactly. just hope it fucking works. And it's a great line. Yeah. And it's a great line. Hey well. man, do you know what? People, I just have the best airbag on the market. People should. Martial artists and non-martial artists should have that fucking mentality as well, man. Yeah, well, that, this is it. So, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt used to say, uh, and it's an African uh, proverb. I actually looked it up last night. What a geeky bastard I am. But I looked it up last night because I've been quoting it for a while and I wanted to know where Teddy Roosevelt got it from. And supposedly it's a West African one, which is tread softly but carry a big stick. Carry a big stick. And that, you know, that is true. And uh, with me, you know, Jesus, I'll swing a shillelagh and a stick all day. It's awesome. Now, Lucci, you've got pretty uh it got pretty worked up when we were talking about five year old black belts exactly. right so I'm gonna let I'm just I'll gonna let Lucci go with this. I'll tell you why. My late father, yeah, my mum and dad, they came to the United Kingdom with fuck all. My dad came to the United Kingdom with fuck all. Whereabouts yeah, in the from, from, from Calabria. Right. From Calabria and Asus, their mum's from Naples. Yeah. Right. Came to England, the UK with fucking nothing. Yeah. Raised eight children. Yeah. yeah. My dad had to work overtime Right? Yeah. So we could pay for my downgrades, some of my downgrades, so yeah. the fat soaky can get rich. Yeah? Stupid money. Stupid fucking money so the fat soaky can get rich. Yeah. Yeah? Why the fuck should I, anybody, should step, step back and watch these 30-year-old 10th duns, 11th duns? Yeah. They were just undermining 
my teachers, your teachers. That's what they're doing. They're fucking yeah. undermining. They're undermining it, man. Well, it, it devalues. It devalues us all, exactly. right? I know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. It's like I've seen these guys, and I've rocked up a few times, right? And uh, somebody said to me, "Yeah, it's a six down. He can't even throw a punch." And I'm like, "You're joking me, right?" Me and Al Peterson have this thing. We built, we built, you know, to say nothing but truth. It's a big bit of a killer for both of us now because we always said we had the foresight of working out what our brand should have been called. It wouldn't have been con- complete self protection. Yeah, you know, our thing was always complete self protection. Then we used to say that you need to protect yourself from yourself. Yeah. So that's what yeah. it was, yeah? But yeah. that's a bit of a heavy concept for people. So then when people come to me and I'm telling jokes and having a crack and having a laugh and they're like, oh, I thought you were going to do reality. I'm like, no, no, no. What we're doing now is we're doing some cool stuff. You're going to work out. We're going to have fun and we're going to see where this takes us. And then you build up lifelong positions. It's like, I look at Lucci, right? This guy's got a wealth of experience. He's doing everything right. And there's some guy down the road who's just got a slick website Oh, yeah, and we, we all know them, right? We all know them. The guys that well, you well, sign them in for a three year three year guaranteed black belt. Yeah, and you, and, and, that, and that's a credit agreement exactly. And you can't get out of that. They're standing there in the pretty fucking Akimas. Yeah, fucking stripes up the belt and the gold belts, fucking badges all over you. But this is this is the thing, right? You I'm look gonna, like dicks. You're undermining fucking everybody. Don't don't do it. It his, gets people like me fucking very really angry. It gets everybody angry. Well, here's here's do here's, it, here's, Why are you doing it? Here's a, here's a, here's a litmus test that I always give, right? Lucci, per week, how many guys do you let train you can't afford to train? How many times have you turned... A lot. And how many times have you turned around and said, listen, you, you, you need to be here. Sort yeah, sort it next week. I'm not bothered to and, and it never happens, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Do you, know, do you know today? Do you know today? Well, this week, I'll, I'll try and raise the money. Just come. Yeah, just turn Yeah. I know genuinely you are trying to raise the money. Yeah. That's, you know? But this is but this is the thing. We, we, we're it's in not about martial arts. It's not about fucking money. Cano didn't make no money. No. Yeah, but these 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 you know they didn't make no fucking no. money. Yeah, but we're, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to we're trying to tell people to live ethical lives. Yeah. And then we got these guys turning around and they're talking shit. And and, and, and not only that, if they had the decency to look good. Yeah, exactly. That would be something exactly. else. And it, it just isn't really for me. So, Lucci, where do you see martial arts going in the UK? At the moment. Yeah. If I can carry on what I'm doing, yeah, yeah, taking this all all over, I'll improve it. But I fucking feel for the next generation. If we tolerate this bollocks now of the fat soaky up the road, yeah, right, who thinks it's really funny paying forty fucking quid for, <laughs> for a, a shit fucking certificate? Yeah, because then people at the top, you know, they they're milking it. No, they're, you're right. They're going, oh, you fucking idiot. Here's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made a system up. He's called it. There's, there's nothing behind it. Is is I'm not going to mention names. I don't give a fuck who he is. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to see this. Well, I think people will know who he is. Right? Yeah. He is in Doncaster. He's an eleventh Dan. I'm going to go up and see him. He's putting eleventh. He's putting. It is an 11th dan, but in this bizarre, there was never an 11th dan in karate. No, no, no. Never? Was no. he 112th dan? And he um, and all the 10th dans, all the 10th dans, when the 12th dan went, when, yeah. the, when the 12th dan died or, or, or whatever, yeah. all the 10th dans would vote who would be the 12th dan. There was never an 11th dan. No. So he's fucking cocked up there, anyway. He's put in. Very risky knife defences on YouTube. And I've, seen, I've, Mate, I, I've seen. Your uh, student, his students, believe that bollocks. Oh, because you they're going to get their throats cut. When you join a club, 
You want to be yeah. there for life, don't you? You don't want to go to a club and go, I've trained here six months, all the instructor's doing me, and it's fucking boring. Club's boring, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. How many people do you know? But I used to train with him, I used to train with him, I used to train with him. I want my students to train with me forever. Uh, <laughs> do you know what well, I mean? I don't mind branching them out. They can well, branch out, but, you know. Well, this is it. It's like, uh, you know, uh, every single stripe I've ever received. Mm. In BJJ is from Neil Simpkin, and that's how it's always going to be. Exactly. Uh, I've got I've got a sneaky feeling that his son will probably strike me one day uh, because Tommy's or his daughter actually Charlie, who's awesome as well. All I'm going to do now is I've just got to first of all say thank you for putting the seminar together, which is awesome. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for the podcast, and just thank you for being you, man. Thank you, Mick. No worries. Thank you very much. It's an absolute honour and pleasure actually talking to me, man. No, no worries. No worries. Thanks for listening today. We have a brand new show every Friday. You can listen to all our interviews on MixedMartialArts.com. And on next week's show, we've got this. I'm kind of the example of the guy that just doesn't quit. I've never been blessed with superior speed or strength or talent. I just show up all the time. And I, I, I seek out the best all the time. And I just... I never give up. Mixed Martial Arts theme tune is written and performed by Catalina Kicks. Mixed Martial Arts is a Paint Your Headphones production. Wow.